Okay, so we're discussing earlier in the week, maybe I don't think yesterday we gave Shira because of the Basayin, I think two days ago we were discussing the idea of, the idea of, the, the, the idea of Precious that he was talking about in Paragimel, and he explained to us that the most important thing when it comes to, in general, Avedis Hashem, but specifically when it comes to this area of Avedis Hashem, is that a person ensures that you do it the Lefi that a person that a person does a person is takes on kabbalas a person's working on himself kafim adragasa that a person ensures that they know where they're holding what they need to be doing do kafim adragasa a person needs to know yeah i don't need to uh, i don't need to look at anybody else what they're doing i don't need to look at anybody else's madragas anybody else's kabbalas i have to figure out what works for me and I have to figure out what my own avoida is and what the best thing for me is. A lot of times the society can be doing something, the whole shul can be making a Kabbalah, everybody in your kihilu could be doing something and sometimes it's good and sometimes it's not the right thing for you. I think we were talking the other day about, you know, you could have something like dafyaymi. For some people it's the greatest, greatest maila. And for other people it's not the right thing. And you can get caught up in something and say, okay, like this is probably what I should be doing just because everybody's doing it. Or maybe no, you have to have real hisbainanos, hisbainanos. You have to have real machshava to really be able to think. You know, does this work for me? Is this good for me? Is this helping me and my Vedas Hashem? Or am I just f- following along with the flow and doing what other people are doing? And he said last time that it's very important when it comes to this idea, specifically with Kedusha Sahila, that we're very careful that we know where we're holding. Right? You can look at big tzaddikim and say, okay, I want to be, you know, I, you know, I want to not, I'm not going to eat meat the whole week. I don't, know, I don't know that we're holding there. I don't know if that's the right thing to do if we're not holding there. On the contrary, it's only going to pull a person down when a person tries to do something that they're not holding by. You have to figure out what works for me, where am I holding, what's, what's healthy for me physically, what's healthy for me spiritually. And once I'm able to make that proper, that proper uh, balance to know what I should be doing and what I shouldn't be doing, then I'm able to figure out, okay, so what Kabbalahs can I make? How can I ensure that I'm doing things in a way which is actually bringing me closer to Hashem? So just in our aura, I think we mentioned this last time, we're going to talk about this. In our he, he talks about the following thing, right? Every person has, we all have times, moments, days, months, years, when we're flying, we're, go, we're doing well, things are going the way we would like it to go spiritually, and it's very easy for us at th- during those months, those years, those weeks, those days even, to be able to really make strides in our Vedas Hashem in a real way. And to be able to say, okay, now I'm holding by something that maybe a week ago I, wouldn't be, I wasn't holding by, maybe a month ago I wasn't holding by, but now I feel like I'm ready to take on something big. The issue is we also have Zmanikatnas. At the same time that we all have moments or days when we're flying, we also have moments and days where we're all the way down on the bottom. And the issue is like Vyesh Khan Bayai says it's a problem. I'm, I'm doing very good. I feel like I'm on a good streak. Things are going well. And I say, you know what? I'm a Kabbalah myself. I'm never missing chakras again. Never missing chakras again from now until Pesach. That's amazing, right? You're holding at a place and you feel like, I honestly feel like I can do that. Now that's amazing, and you should be doing that, but the challenge is, is that right now you feel amazing about chakras. Right now feels good, because we've been chakras for a week in a row. Right now you feel like, okay, there's no way I'm ever gonna wanna miss a chakras again, but the reality is when you come back from a chasana at 2 a.m., or you just one morning or just go to sleep at nine, nine o'clock the night before, but still you're not in the mood of waking up, you're not in the mood of davening, you don't wanna slip yourself out of bed, and then uh, you don't have the ability to get to, to be able to hold onto that Kabbalah. So it's amazing that you want to make that Kabbalah when you're flying, but if it's not going to be a Kabbalah which is going to last, so then it's not a smart Kabbalah to make. It's not sensible. The claw when a person's in katnas is just don't give up space. Just don't give any more space. Don't give any more ground to the Yitzhahari. You're, you're holding in a place of katnas. The avoid over there is not to try to move yourself all the way up to a big place. The avoid is just Hold on, hold on with whatever you could. Make sure the Yetzirah doesn't push you down further. The Vaidah then is not to go up, 
Avoid the is just to hold on and just to make sure that you don't fall down. So I'm stuck in a quandary. I don't know what to do. When I do well, I want to make Kabbalists that will really elevate me to a great place and will push me, push me in a way that I can really get close to Hashem. At the same time, I know and I recognize that the reality is those Kabbalists are not going to last. The reality is I'm going to make a Kabbalah like that and the reality is I'm going to hit a moment when I'm not going to be able to hold on to that Kabbalah. But if I don't make that Kabbalah, then I'm just not using, I'm not utilizing that time of growth properly. I grow, I'm doing well, I should make a Kabbalah, but I also know at the same time the Kabbalah is not gonna last. But I saw one of this, oh, we're gonna get to the answer in a second. First, we have to understand the question. I just saw, I just saw one of this farm we were talking about that there's, uh, you know, if you look at the difference between Sarai Shal Esav and the Rabbani Shalom, when, when Sarai Shal Esav gives Yaakov Avinu his new name, and Hashem gives him his new name, right? There's two times in the Parsha where Yaakov Avinu gets a new name. The first time the Sarai Shal Esav said, Oh, you know, your name's not Yaakov anymore, and now you're going to call yourself Yisrael. You fought with Anashim and Malakim. You fought with Malachim, and you were victorious. And therefore, your name is no longer Yaakov. Your name is Yisrael. When Hashem calls Yaakov of any Yisrael, Hashem doesn't give a reason. Hashem doesn't say you are called Yisrael because you were victorious against Malachim. Hashem says your name is Yisrael. Not only that, the Gemara proves it. When Bracha says that the Rav Hashem said your name is Yisrael, but you're also called Yaakov Avinu as well, right? Which means his both names go in the Torah. Yaakov and Yisrael. The Gemara says Avram Avinu. There's an Isser. There's an Isser that writes that to call Avram Avinu Avram. You have to call him Avraham. At least if you're doing it purposely. To call him without the hay, because what the Gemara says, the, the Pasuk says his name is no longer Avram, his name is Avraham. But Yaakovin, it doesn't work like that. Yaakovin is called Yisrael, but could he, also go, he also has the ability to go back to Yaakov. So I saw, what's the shot? Why, why when Esav gave him the name, he gave him a reason, and he says, your name's not Yaakov anymore, it's only Yisrael, and Hashem gives him, he gives him without a reason. So the Sefer says, it was Kluger, it's such an unbelievable Zach. He said, what the Yetzirah wants to do to us is to convince us that we're never gonna fall again. The Yetzirah comes over to Yaakov Avinu and says, you're done with Yaakov. That place of Akev, that place where you're all the way down, the Ekvayim, the heels, the, where you're all the way down, the Ikvisa, the Meshicha, the low places that you are in, you're never gonna go back there again. You know who you are? You are Yisrael, you are somebody who is always victorious. And the Yetzirah gives us that stamp of approval, which at the moment feels amazing. At the moment we say, of course, we deserve that because we fought with the, with the Sar Shalasev and we were victorious and therefore we want that stamp of approval. But what the Yetzirah does is the Yetzirah gets rid of the old us, the us that's going to fall and says, you don't need that anymore. You're not Yaakov anymore, you're only Yisrael and you are Yisrael because you're victorious. Why? Because the Yetzirah is very, very smart. He knows that two months later or six months later or five years later, you're gonna fall. And when you fall, you're, gonna say, you're not gonna have that name Yaakov anymore. And you're gonna say, oh, I'm Yisrael. I'm somebody who's a, a victorious. And when I'm not victorious, then I fall apart because I, I don't have another existence. And the Rabbanishim told Yaakov, no, 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 no. Your name's not only Yisrael, and your name's not Yisrael because you're victorious. Your name's Yisrael, but you also have a name Yaakov. There are times when you can reach the Madrego of Yisrael, and you're gonna fall. The Rosh said, you need to set yourself up at that time when you're fighting with Malachim and being victorious. You need to set yourself up with the knowledge that you're not gonna always be there. If you think that this is the new you, and you're always gonna be up there, then when you, when you trip, you're done. You fall flat on your face, you don't have the ability to get up. Rosh told Yaakov, yeah, your name is Yisrael, but you also have Yaakov Avinu. There's Yisrael, which is Lee Reish, you're all the way at the head, there's also Akev, is Yud Akev all the way in the bottom. You have to know that it's gonna be moments which are amazing, there's gonna be moments which are down. You have to know how to be able to go into life with the knowledge, with the chachma to say, yeah, there's ups and there's downs. And therefore he says, we have a problem. So what do we do? If we do it, if, we, if we're holding all the way up there and we just say, okay, this is a good day, but I'm not gonna take anything from it, then we're missing out, right? Like the Ramban tells us, when a person has this iris, you have to do something with it. But if we do something too big with it, we end up falling flat on our face a week later. Therefore he says, 
He gives us a klal. Shetzarch lakabel atzmai bekabala gemura belina the rak devarim sheyacheles amets bem gamis mane akoshi. The only thing you can do is you have to accept kabbalas that you'll be able to withstand the test of all the temptations they're going to go through. Don't make a kabbala which won't be able to last. Don't say I'm never going to miss shachras again. Don't say you know I'm going to stay for shachras from beginning to the end if you don't think it's negia. Say to yourself I'm going to make a kabbala which I know I'm going to last. Right? There was somebody who was somebody who was here recently who just told me the other day. He said that on Rosh Hashanah he heard a, a certain shmuz from uh, Rav Shlomo Per, actually. Here's the Shmuz Rav Shlomo Per. And uh, Rav Shlomo Per was saying, you know, people get very caught up in making big Kabbalahs, Rosh Hashanah, they want to do, you know, we're never going to miss the Shachras again, we're never going to miss Tefillin again, everyone, everyone, Kafima, Jeregasai. He said this year, forget about Shachras, forget about Tefillin, forget about Tzitzis. Obviously, a person shouldn't forget about that, but he said this year, that Kabbalah should be that every single day, you're going to wake up before his man, saves man Kriyashma, and you're going to sit in your bed, and you're going to say, Shema, Yisrael, Hashem, Elekeinu, Hashem Echad. Not even Baruch Shem, not even Vahafta, just before his man Kriyashma to say, Shema Yisrael, Shema Kena Shema This guy said, it hit him, like, I can do that. Like, I, I don't know if I'm holding my davening before his saves man tefillah. I don't know if I'm holding my davening before his saves man Kriyashma. I don't know if I'm making sure to put on my tefillah before she, I don't know where I'm holding. But that I could do. To say, Shema Yisrael, Shema Kena Shema Chad, he's makabal to do it. The guy told me, Kamat hasn't missed a shachras. Kamat hasn't missed a shachras or the minion since Rosh Hashanah. Why? Because he said, okay, he took on a Kabbalah. His Kabbalah wasn't Amakana Meshachas. His Kabbalah was Shema Yisrael Shemalkana Shemachad. That's it. Just those words. Shema Yisrael Shemachad. But he said it. Once he felt like, okay, I made a Kabbalah which I'm able to do it, then yeah, then he's able to push himself a little further. But when he misses a Shachras, he doesn't feel like a failure because that wasn't his Kabbalah. That's an extra credit. That's where he's going above and beyond. So his, his Kabbalah, Shema Yisrael Shemalkana Shemachad. Huh? If you feel like a failure, it's not bad because then you're not out of touch. Fine. But, but it, most of the time, us feeling like a failure only pushes us down. Right when the yates, the yates are there's there's a healthy way of 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 criticism. There's healthy criticism and there's one which is very unhealthy. Most of, most of the critique that we do to ourselves is unhealthy. Most of it, well, probably ninety nine percent of it, is unhealthy. We have, it takes a lot of a lot of emotional maturity to be able to really give ourselves critique in a way which we can take the critique criticism and and, and deal with it properly. And yeah, so feeling like a failure is not going to push a person to get out of bed the next morning. Feel like a failure, you stay in bed the next day, and the day after, and the day after. You have to say, no, I want to get back up. I have to say, okay, I can put, the winner, you put myself back up. So it's such a push to This guy says, and now he's having shachas for four months. He hasn't missed shachas with a minion. Amazing. Because he made a couple that was possible to do at that time, and then he was able to do something even more than that. He says, at the time, Yom Kippur, when you be Makabal Kabbalas, normally we have such a cheshek to go to go way above and beyond what we're really capable of doing throughout the whole year. We say it's Yom Kippur before in the Elah, I want to make a Kabbalah, I'm going to take on something huge and big and amazing, but circus is reaching the Chesh and you find yourself on the floor again. to Think properly. What can I do that's going to last throughout the deep winter months when I find myself in the middle of Teves, I find myself in other Aleph, how am I going to be able to hold on to that Kabbalah that I made before Kol Midrei? But when you're holding up there, so maybe even if you're not going to be makabal, it doesn't mean you shouldn't push yourself more. Don't make a kabbalah. Do more, but don't say that I'm always going to do this. I'm going to do this for the next six months. Right now, I'm holding by doing more than my kabbalah. I'm my kabbalah. Today, I'm holding my davening chakras, and because I feel that cheshek, I'm going to daven chakras. I'm 
not going to limit myself to the Kabbalah I made. So the Kabbalah I made is something which can last throughout the year, throughout the winter months, throughout, throughout a longer tukufa. And when I feel myself flying, I feel myself at a, at a high point, I go and I, I do what I'm able to do. It's not a Kabbalah, it's an Hagatayvah. And then when I don't do that, when I'm in a matzav of katnas, it's not an afila. I didn't fool, I didn't fail, because all I did was I just didn't do extra credit. So when I'm holding by a place, then yeah, you have to do based on your madrig. If you're holding by davening the whole chakras, that's what you have to do. If you're not holding there, so okay, you have to do what your Kabbalah is. And every person, give me one second, let me just finish. Every person, according to their madrig, has to figure out what I'm holding by right now today, but also what can I be in my Kabbalah that's going to have a lasting effect that I'm going to be able to hold on to for the future months. And when I'm able to do that, so then in this amount of katnos, I'm still able to hold on because I pick something that I'll always be able to hold on. It's a step above what I would have been doing, but it's not 10 steps above. And when I feel 10 steps above, I do 10 steps above, but like he says, only kind of hug a